You're listening to episode 134 of the God Center Mom podcast with me, Heather McFadden. Today I'm chatting with my friend, Andrea Howie. I did grieve and there were definitely tears to follow, but I felt like God was just giving me such a, a sweet taste of how his goodness can supersede and, and overtake the kind of grief that steals your joy and the kind of grief that makes you stay huddled under covers and not able to get up out of bed. It's just that he was just calling me onward and forward. You know, there's a scripture in Job, um, and it's in the Living Bible, and I think it's 17.9, but in the way that it paraphrases it in this particular translation, it says, um, the righteous move onward and forward. Mm-hmm. And and it just felt like there's just a time and place where it comes to, yes, this happened. This, this horrible thing happened in my life. And yes, I'm allowed to grieve, and it's a healthy thing to grieve. But at some point, you just have to know that the righteous move onward and forward. Okay, you know how I'm always on your case about your gift and your talent and how God's given you these things for His purpose, and maybe you don't even see it right now. It feels hidden. Well, today's guest, Andrea Howie, had no idea that God had given her a gift until she met the hardest season of her life. And in an effort to embolden her faith, she started handwriting scripture and quotes from books and even had to Google what it was she was doing, which is hand lettering. Now, that gift God has used to bless thousands of people, including myself, and the Holy Spirit just happens to bring her Instagram posts into my feed at the exact moment I need them. So we're going to tell her story about how God revealed this gift and how he's been using it. Uh, You need to check her out. Go over to Instagram. Go to Andrea R. Howie. We mentioned it in the show, and you can find the links in the show notes. Also, at the end of the show, I'm going to be doing a couple of new things, so stick around for those. But before we get to all that, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Jelly Telly. How would you like 16 free family devotionals about Jesus? Well, the new Jelly Telly 5-minute family devotional is here For the next four weeks, we get to learn about the life and teachings of Jesus with free, read that free, devotionals from Jelly Telly. Help your kids know that Jesus is our Messiah and our teacher and our king. Follow along for just five minutes a day, four times a week, and we're going to discover how Jesus fulfilled Old Testament prophecies, taught about life in the kingdom of God, died, rose again to bring us the gift of new life in him. Your family is going to love these weekly memory verse, short video, discussion questions, and new daily printable activities on the Jelly Telly blog. To sign up and get your free devotionals, go to godcenteredmom.com backslash devo and enter your email address and they will come straight to your inbox. All right, let's get to my conversation with Andrea. Here we go. Hey, Andrea, welcome to the God Center Mom podcast. Hey, Heather, thank you so much for inviting me. This is such an honor and joy. I've been stalking you is what I've been doing. Yes, you have. (laughs) So sweetly, too. Uh, well, oh, uh, y'all. Okay. First thing you do before you listen to the show is you get on the Instagram and you go over and you type in your little search, Andrea Howie, H-O-W-E-Y, and you just stop and you just look at that for a long time. <laughs> well, You're, actually on Instagram, it's Andrea it? R. Howie. Okay. 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 I'm R. so glad yeah. you said that. Just like your Skype yeah. account. So put an R in the middle of her name and you're going to be amazed because, girl, you're talented. Do pe- people tell you that it's hard to receive, right? It's hard to receive when yes, people tell us that we're gifted in something. <laughs> but I'm, I think that you are using your gift for God's glory. So mm-hmm. Amen. It, it's about him. 
Well, our paths crossed um, from me helping host a conference. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking Aaron Hall probably found you. Is that right? Or was it? Christine? Yes. Okay. Yes. I've been friends with Aaron for a few years. We uh, used to go to the same church and she is such a sweet friend. Okay. So she's really good at picking people. So she picked you <laughs> and she uh, asked you to help with some signage around mm-hmm. the event. And right. Unbelievable. We're like blown away. We're like fighting <laughs> over the pieces afterwards. I have one of your pieces. I say pieces. It's literally all like she, you took like a thick cardboard, like a foamed. <laughs> it's not, it's a poster board with foam in the middle, but it's amazing. <laughs> I call it a piece, right? It's it's hanging in my like dining that. room. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and I remember we like last minute, minute needed one more sign and you just like brought your gold marker and you just whipped it out. I, <laughs> I, I stood in awe, like my chicken scratch. Not, we don't compare. We do not compare. But I no. was just like in awe of this skill and this ability. And then I, you know, continued to follow you on Instagram. And it was amazing to me how I would, before I go to bed, you know, one more check of the Instagram. And your words just exactly, mm-hmm. I mean, the Lord was speaking through you and it wasn't just me. Others were resonating. That's just what I need to hear. Yeah. That's just what I need to hear. And mm-hmm. so I was like, I got to have Andrea on the <laughs> show. I need to know the story behind all of this. Uh, well, you're so sweet. And you know, when we first met and I first started doing that lettering um, a few years ago, that was actually really at the very start of my journey. And so really? it was also, I look back and I think, Oh, praise the Lord for the grace that was on it for that season because it's it's so thankfully God's allowed this gift to grow within me and I've I've gotten a little better with a lot of practice but it's just the sweetest thing that it wasn't you know if you look at my handwriting it is chicken scratch <laughs> and then when you compare it to what you know what comes out of that I, I, that's how I know it's not really me, although I, you know, I, I have put the work into it, but it's the Lord that's really caused that to grow and flourish and become something that he could use in that way. And so I, I just think it's exciting for myself because I feel like I get to watch along the journey just along with everyone else to see what he's doing in and through it. And I know it comes from him and I do give him all the glory for it. And I think that's the beautiful part is that he can, he can use anybody, anywhere, anytime and make something beautiful out of our lives and out of the gifts that he's put in our hands. So true. And I want to encourage any woman listening. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like we said, we're not comparing, but we're inspiring. Like you have a gift, right. what something in you and God's going to reveal person. it. Yes. Yes. And yes. We, need to, we need to walk in the strength and the equipping that he's given us. Mm-hmm. But I love, I would love for everyone to hear like the story of how God even revealed this in your life. Like how, what was going on in your real family life that brought you the place of discovering hand lettering? Yeah, well, it, it goes back a few years um, around the summer of 2012. Um, my, I have a very close family, um, two wonderful parents, um, two younger brothers. One of them's married and has kids now. And um, But it was, we're just a really close, tight-knit family. And that summer, my dad was diagnosed with stage four esophageal cancer. Mm. And it kind of came on suddenly, uh, nothing really, uh, you know, it hadn't been an ongoing, um, something leading up to that, but all of a sudden it turned into the stage four cancer and all of the treatment that goes along with that and, uh, chemotherapy. And, and he had a rather 
short battle with it. It was about eight months and it was a progressively worse and worse. And it was a hard battle for his health on many levels. In fact, he even had um, a small stroke at, at one point. So he was in the hospital for that and then had some rehabilitation. And so it was a really, really hard time just as a family walking through the season. And, um, you know, it was just it's it's easy to have faith to believe that God is who he says he is and he can do what he says he can do when things are good in life. You know, we we know the scriptures and it's easy to say that. But then when you're faced with it head on, that's another thing. That's really when your faith and the genuineness of your faith is tested. And and so I, you know, I wanted to be found, um, you know, having my faith proven to be true, you know, that, that I, I believed it in the good times and the hard times. And so I really began just pulling out scripture that encouraged my life and my heart, um, and, you know, about hope and healing and just the promises of God. And I just started writing those out um, by hand and kind of out of that season, I began to see it just in a new way where I just, I, I started posting just scriptures, handwritten, just normal handwriting onto my Instagram. And this goes way back before that was really a thing. Mm-hmm. And pe- it really resonated with people. And, and people were like, wow, this is so cool. A handwritten scripture on Instagram. And, <laughs> and thought, okay, mind, blowing. Like, mind blowing. Mind blowing. Now it sounds funny, but yeah, we weren't doing a lot of hand writing. So, we kind of went away from it when we had the internet. We were like, oh, look, we don't have to write ever. And now we're right. like, oh, wait, there's beauty to hand lettering. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. the funny thing was is that it wasn't really beauty in the sense, if you looked at that now, if you go way back and you see it, it just, there's nothing unique or, or pretty about it. But it was just what God was wanting to birth in my life out of this hard season. And so as I was writing this, I was writing scriptures and posting them. And what what instigated this whole, like, birthing of this new ministry in my life through lettering was actually a book that was being launched by Lisa Bevere. And there was an advanced um, book launch team. And somehow I got on that. Uh, They didn't know me. I didn't you know, have any connections with them. And as I started reading through this book and it was right in the last several weeks of my dad's life. And it just so struck me some of the profound truths and the, and that were really speaking to me. And so I was writing these quotes out Mm. and I started posting the quotes that Lisa had from her book and she started reposting them and something just really gained, you know, this, momentum. And she, her office called me and said, Hey, we would love to start using some of your artwork in the curriculum that we're writing for this book. And so I had this conversation with them and I was blown away. Well, this was the same week that my dad was in hospice. And so Mm -hmm. I I had this phone call with them and I remember it was down in the hotel um, cafeteria and I went back upstairs to to my dad's hospital room. My mom was there and um, we were just sitting around and he he was somewhat alert. And so I just shared with him, Hey, I don't know what God's doing, but this handwriting thing, and I even had to Google it. I didn't know what it was called. (laughs) I had to start, I had to Google what is pretty hand lettering or pretty handwriting called. And I saw the word lettering, hand lettering. And I thought, okay, that's what I'm doing here. And, uh, and so I shared with my dad, you know, I don't know what God's doing here, but he's doing something. I just talked with Lisa Bevere's office and they want to use this. And I don't know what he's doing, but he's doing something, you know, and i I was just excited, but mm. you know, that, that weird, that hardest time of my life meeting the, one of the most exciting 
times of anticipation of what God was doing was just such an interesting place. Mm. And so anyway, that conversation ended up being really the last conversation I had with my dad because oh. he went, um, he just kind of went to sleep and didn't wake up for, you know, another day or two and before he passed away. And so it was just this thing, this, this moment in time of my life where God was using, allowing the, the heartache and the heartbreak that I was experiencing, but using that as a soil to bring something of beauty to life again and mm. in me. And, you know, I don't know why he did that for me. You know, I, not everybody gets that story, you know, where they get this moment that collides with, you know, grief and, and excitement at the same time. You know, that's such an interesting collision, but he, he did that for me and out of that place. And from then on, you know, God continued to just rest his hand on this and, and I saw, you know, as I was writing things and I began to see how he would just even he'd give me a picture in my mind of how to put emphasis on a word and a scripture or how to bring something, um, you know, just to emphasize it in such a way that I knew that that was his heart for someone and for mm. me. And most of the time what I'm sharing is something that's straight out of what he's speaking to me, yeah. what I need to hear. And so I'm reminding myself along with everyone else. So it was just a, you know, that's really how it got started. And then from that point forward, you know, I just really, really so desired that he would use that for his glory. I knew I didn't have anything to do with bringing that about. I didn't seek out a new hobby. I didn't try to, you know, position myself and right. place myself. That was never a desire of my heart. In fact, you know, because you've, you've had to be a little persistent. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, like Andrea, please come on the podcast, please. I'll make it I really know. easy. It will, I'll make it really easy. That could be said for anybody who feels like they've got a desire to start something, you know, really just ask, Lord, is this of you? Because if it is, then I trust you with it. And I know you can trust me with it. And if it's not, close that door and just just help me to set down that thing that's really not something that you've called me to do. Okay. So you have this amazing opportunity happen at the hardest place of your story. Like you said, it just the dichotomy mm -hmm. of the two things. Yeah. What was the after that? Like how, how did this continue? Was there a period of grief? Um, you know, you're trying to enjoy mm -hmm. this opportunity, but at the same time, allow space for your soul to grieve. Right. How did you, how did you manage all that? Well, you know, I just have to say that I, grief is a real thing. Like that is, mm -hmm. and people grieve differently. I, I would just say to someone who is either grieving now or is watching somebody grieve a, a loss or heartbreak or whatever it is. I would just say I learned this about myself. People grieve differently and they grieve differently than even they would expect they would. Mm. I did grieve and there were definitely tears to follow, but I felt like God was just giving me such a, a sweet taste of how his goodness can supersede and, and overtake the kind of grief that steals your joy and the kind of grief that makes you stay huddled under covers and not able to get up out of bed, you know, and mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't have to walk through that. Now, given, you know, if, if I experience another loss later on, I don't know how I'll react. You know, mm -hmm. I, I know how I did this time, but I know in that time, it's just that he was just calling me onward and forward. You know, there's a scripture in Job, um, and it's in the living Bible. And I think it's 17, nine, but in the way that it, 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 um, 
paraphrases it in this particular translation, it says, um, the righteous move onward and forward. Mm. And, and it just felt like there's just a time and place where it comes to, yes, this happened. This, this horrible thing happened in my life. And yes, I'm allowed to grieve and it's a healthy thing to grieve. But at some point, you just have to know that the righteous move onward and forward mm. and that the, your best days are ahead. You know, God has such a good future and plan and a hope for you that, that you're not meant to just stay in a place where it's unending grief and heartache. And he wants to, he wants to bring something of life and joy back into your life if you'll let him. And and that may look different, you know, than, than my story where I got to do this, you know, seemingly exciting thing. You talked about your faith. So then it's like, we can say all day, God is good or, you know, good things come to those and da, 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 da. And then mm-hmm. bad things happen. And we have to think, okay, wait, where, what, what is truth? And, mm-hmm. and what I believed was that even in the Bible and right, where does my faith hold when this hard thing happens? And we kind of have to, you struggled through all of that in the midst of the. I did. Sick. Yeah, I did. And, you know, before and after, but I think, you know, because when you get a, a diagnosis or you get a report or you get a um, news from somebody who it just turns your world upside down, you don't know what comes next. You know, you don't know if God will heal that person or not. You don't mm-hmm. know if there's another bad report that will come to follow. So you're you're living in the moment, you know, and I. I have, you know, we have the the benefit of hindsight after the fact when you see how the story went and you saw, okay, there was the diagnosis and then this all happened and it was horrible, but here was the end of it. And now, you know, several years later, I'm, I'm at this place and it's so good, but in the moment it is hard and it's, it's so easy to, you know, tell someone else. And you know, I think that's why, like we we're good at encouraging other people who are going through things. And then whenever you're in that place, yeah. It can be a really, really discouraging time. And, you know, one thing for me, and this, I, I don't, not recommending this to anyone <laughs> specifically, but when, when we got that diagnosis, it, you know, that was a stage four is, is a bad diagnosis. And the one particular that my dad had and, and the circumstances surrounding it, they're really, the doctors didn't really offer any, any hope other than we can try a couple of things. So it was a bad diagnosis to start with. And I knew right away at the onset, you know, our family, we sat down and we talked and we said, you know, we're going to believe that God is a healing God and that he wants to heal, that he Mm -hmm. can heal, Mm -hmm. that he can do a miracle right here in our family, not because we've done anything to earn it or we deserve it. But, you know, we know that sometimes people, you know, it's a win-win, you know, any way you look at it, you, you know, but. But we had to sit down and say, where are we standing on this mm-hmm. report? And mm-hmm. and we knew we were standing in faith, believing for a miracle. And that's how we were praying. That's how we were, you know, reading the word. And that's how we were confess. That's the confession of our mouths. And so I was really careful with who I shared um, in my world that even we were we were going through this. I didn't I I, I tend to be, a, you know, rather um, I, I don't just share everything yeah. going on in my yeah. life online anyway. But I, I didn't. I didn't post anything about this um, really uh, to to anyone. I had friends that I shared with that we were going through this, but I was really careful to make sure that the people I was confiding in and sharing, you know, we're going through this really hard time, wouldn't come back to me and say, well, you know, that's good that you're believing, but just be prepared. And right. uh, just, you I think know, that is a very, very up. hard thing to right. pray with faith that God mm-hmm. can 
but hold on to the to the knowledge that it may not be in his will. And those that balance is so tricky to walk through day in, day out, and to surround yourself with people that are like, we're going to the mat with you. We are praying. We are circling this with prayer. We believe it too, but who also will be there when that wasn't God's will and it didn't happen the way that, that we had asked God for it to happen. But we can still ask. We can still ask. We can mm-hmm. still believe that he can. And it's yeah, this and- very tricky place to be. Yeah, it is. And I think that that's the thing is that I, I do believe it's his will. Like he, he wants, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he, his, his heart is for good for us. There are some things we will never understand mm-hmm. this side of heaven mm-hmm. and we have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. We have to say, you know what, Lord, I don't understand why you didn't heal this or why you didn't restore this relationship or why you didn't um, answer in the way we were really praying and believing for, you know, mm-hmm. we had, we had elders of our church praying. We had um, you know, just uh, generals in the faith that were praying over our family and over my dad for healing. And, and you know, you, you think that, you know, if you've got every person on the face of the earth praying and the answer doesn't come through, you know, did God withhold? Well, no, there's just some things that we won't understand. Yeah. And it actually, we will be satisfied when we see Jesus face to face and we get to heaven and we, you know, people say, you know, and I'm not criticizing this at all. I'm just sharing my, you know, my heart on this, but, you know, I've heard it said that when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask God why he did this, or I'm going to, you know, and, and I feel like when we get to heaven, it's actually, it's going to be okay. We're not even going to have those questions because we'll see God, you in your grace and your goodness, you protected and preserved our lives. We don't know what comes ahead, but God does. God sees what's up ahead and what, you know, even what was it, Hezekiah, you know, he prayed for extra years to his life and God granted that to them. But in those extra years, some of the, um, the, the, the children that he had went on to do horrible things. You know, we don't know what God Mm -hmm. may be protecting us from. And so when we say, when we give an ultimatum to God, God do this, or I won't, I, I just can't trust you anymore. If you don't come through for me on this, we just have to know that he has done everything to pour out his love for us. He has shown us his grace and his mercy. He is good in Mm. all of his ways and we can trust him. He is trustworthy with Mm. our lives and with our hearts, with our hope, with our prayers. He is so trustworthy and nothing comes through. um, You know, he, we just, we won't have those kind of doubts when we see him face to face. Those won't be our concerns. No, I just um, have been studying everybody listening, heard me talk about it, but it's uh, Philippians for Katie Orr's little everyday peace study. Mm. And I was focusing in today on the Greek um, content and Mm. learning to be content no matter the circumstances. And uh, the content word is just like this self uh, satisfaction, this this place where you remember God is sovereign, that Mm -hmm. he is God and I am not. And so when any circumstance passes through our lives, it's this thing of the contentment isn't like this happiness. It's more of a place of I'm good because he is. I'm good because I know who's really in charge here. Like Mm -hmm. that to me is so huge. And the, the grumbling I can have or the discontentment I can have is when I'm thinking that I had a better way or a better plan or right. how things should right. go. And I'm not really believing in his plan. And that mm-hmm. can go with, you know, kids and how they're acting or 
the house and how it looks or my wardrobe and how I wish it was different. Like little silly things that don't mm-hmm. even matter, you know, whether we're hungry yeah. or well fed, whether I'm on a diet or I'm not, whatever, all those things like believing that God is ultimately in control is what can bring our contentment. And then that's a right. le- it's a learning process that Paul it says. Is. Paul says, I yeah. learned it. I had to be discipled in it through mm-hmm. seeing circumstances like you went through, circumstances right. big and small that no matter what, ultimately we find out God to be good. Ultimately we find out absolutely that they did it all. So you have the opportunity. Um, and then what happened with your hand lettering after that? You just, um, you had a full-time job, right? Outside of yes, hand lettering. Yes. Yeah. I was, I had a full-time job. Um, one <laughs> that I'd been at for, uh, you know, actually it was 13 years just about now. Um, but yeah, so I had been working this full-time job and, uh, so the hand lettering came along and so I just started doing this and it was really, you know, I just, I look back, I just think God is just so great. He, um, he, he gave me room and space to grow into this and kind of figure out what this was even meant to be. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, just, as I said, just kept just writing scripture. And, and it, so it was something that actually was part of, I guess you'd say my healing process. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know I had anything I needed, you know, really healing for, cause I didn't feel that um, debilitating kind of setback as some might, but, um, but yeah, he just, he, he opened doors for me to, to begin sharing it with others. And so I kept putting it on Instagram and, um, and he just graciously began to grow the, the measure of influence that I was given in this platform, in this space. And, um, so I just began sharing it there. And over time, at, at first it was just posting the images and, um, and then over time he began to kind of craft my words to, to accompany the, the artwork that I was sharing. And so began just using it as like a, I don't even know what you'd call it, like a micro blog or ultra long captions. Like (laughs) it's one of the funniest things to me is when I see people so sweetly like tag a friend and they say, I know the caption is long, but (laughs) read it all the way through. (laughs) The, The fun part, you know, is that he has allowed it to grow. And, um, you know, I, I, I have, I, I haven't knocked on any doors and not saying you shouldn't. I, I need, you know, I'm sure that there's wisdom in that too, but he's just really grown it at his pace. And I've just leaned into that. And kind of like he expands it, your boundaries for when he you're ready. Really has. Like he if, really has. If you're and a I, speaker, it, like take the thing where you're teaching three-year-olds and then maybe he'll yes. expand your boundaries to some close friends. And then maybe he'll expand it to like yes. a, a local group and then he'll expand. So don't like, don't, it's not like you're don't, like, you don't have to stress about no, it. See, that's no. the thing to me. Mm-hmm. I've, I've really come to see this and I totally believe it, that God has designed a place for you and nobody is in competition for that place. You yes. may think so. You may think you're in competition to, to be the next voice or to have the next, mm. you know, thing, you know, just everybody just get, goes running toward, but really there is a place that if you will just stay faithful to what God's put in your hand today and do that well today, there is no, no competition for that. God is is going to get you where you want to be, where you dream about, you know, the, the things, the dreams in your heart. He's going to get you there. And you don't have to stress about that. As long as you just don't flat out give up and sit yeah. down and refuse to say yes when he calls you, 
you are okay. You are going to get there. You're being faithful. You're you're seeking him and you're using your gift. You're not like saying, well, God will just magically hand letter this Mm -hmm. so that he'll put it on Instagram. I mean, you're being faithful in your part. Yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, those first, you know, I mean, even, even now, not a a week goes by that I don't spend several hours mostly because I enjoy it so much. But in the the first um, year or so, I was probably spending uh, at least an hour or two every day and weekends included just practicing and just Mm -hmm. really working on it. And some of that came because of invitations to share, you know, with different churches or small ministries that you would reach out and say, hey, we would love to have the scripture lettered for a sermon series we're doing or like, um, you know, blogger conference or um, just <laughs> yes. friends, you know, just all number of things, you know, that God just, you know, opened the doors to. And so I just would step into that. And, um, you know, and one thing, too, I just you know, I feel like there's so many people that are introverted that that have the dreams in their heart that are huge for what God wants to do and yet they're not the ones that are trying to elbow their way to the front because they're totally content to stay at the back <laughs> and just wave <laughs> from a distance I get that I am one of those and so I would just say you know just have just allow God's grace to draw you forward because he he knows you he created you and he's not in a rush and I feel like sometimes we feel like if I don't do this quickly, the momentum's going to be gone and my chance is going to be gone. I'm going to miss that open door. And God is so gracious to to be persistent with us. As long mm-hmm. as we aren't just flat out refusing, Lord, I, I am not going to do that. You well, can't we decide. make me. Well, we decide I am not this, right? Like I, if someone would say, I am not a speaker, I am not a writer, I am not a mom. I mean, the mom out there listening who's thinking, (laughs) what did I sign up for here? This is, God got it wrong when he gave me that baby or that child. I did not want that child with autism. That is not me. And did not recognize Mm -hmm. that slowly he's actually, he knows who you are and he's shaping you into the thing and he'll provide the grace for the moment. You don't have to project out. Well, I could never, I could never is not in his vocabulary if he's calling you to it. Yeah. And we just don't have to compare our lives to anyone else because Mm -hmm. he's got a good story for our lives and it won't look like the next person's. It's not meant to. Mm -hmm. So just use what God's put in your hand. You know, the, the encouragement that you, if you're an encourager, use that encouragement to your family, to your children. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't know who's, who your child's going to grow up to be. And, you know, my, my parents were just really, they're so sweet. You know, my, my mom and dad, both are very, um, just, they're so sweet. And yet they're not like those that just love to be in there. They were very much in the, in the background and yet their influence on my life has given me the platform and the, not the platform, the place to, to have the, the courage support, to step yeah. out and do some yeah. of these things. And so yeah. it's like you as a mom, you don't know what you're speaking into your child that even things that they don't know how to articulate yet, or they don't even know that's within them, but you, you know, don't underestimate the power and the the purpose of just parenting your child well and loving them and encouraging them and speaking to the dreams and the the purpose and the destiny on their life. Yeah, and, I would even you know, say and, teachers, like if there's a teacher listening, yes. I just found a file that apparently had been in a box for a while. When my parents moved to Costa Rica, they gave me this box and mm-hmm. I just opened it and it had a file of like all my childhood stuff, like my report Aww. cards and like things that I'd written. Because people know here, like I, you know, keep pushing off the writing thing, but it was so 
interesting to read little notes teachers had written extra mm-hmm. on report cards or right. extra on a, the end of an essay or just even things my mom had saved, like I'd written some plays. <laughs> They're amazing. No, and you know, that. like just little things that, <laughs> that really spoke to me to say, okay, all right, God, I hear you. Different things that just reinforce, mm-hmm. like I'm on the path that God has for me. This has been placed right. in me. That teachers have the power too to speak Absolutely. that over kids. And I'm going to start, I think I'm going to start little notebooks for each of my kids where um, anything so a good. teacher writes, I'm going to put in that notebook so that as they yes. grow and they're looking for direction on what they should do, they can look back and say, well, even when you were five, you loved this or this was spoken over you as a gift. So I the, love that. Cause, yes. Because I, I think you're totally right. There's a, a specific and unique place for each of us in this world. And we just need mm-hmm. to walk into it with confidence and not looking to the right or the left. Like, right. So you, yeah. though, you're not full-time anymore, girl. I mean, you I'm are, not. but a different place. <laughs> so yeah, over um, over the summer, I transitioned away from my full-time job. I was a meeting planner, planning conferences and and training events and loved it. And now I am, I'm not even sure what to call myself, <laughs> but I am, I'm, freelance artist. I do, um, you know, I'm available to do hand lettering for, um, those who need it and really excited to see how this next chapter begins to unfold. Because I, you know, as I said, I, I did know the Lord was calling me out to do this, but I didn't really, I still don't even have a very specific, clear picture of it. I just felt like it was kind of this faith journey. The Lord just saying, just come with me and and, and as he's done over the years, I know that I can go with him and I can trust the future he has for me is going to be good. And it is secure and I've got a place and a purpose ahead. And so I'm excited to see how he's going to continue to write this story. So cool. So how would someone like sign up for it? How would they find you if they wanted to ask you to do some hand lettering? Uh, right now, probably just via Instagram. That would be the best place to just, you can find me there and I've got my email, um, set up through that, um, through my profile. So that would be the best way to reach out for now. I'm getting website um, built and some of those practical things and those are coming. Um, so yeah, it's getting exciting. exciting. (laughs) It is so exciting. And y'all, I just, I love to bring resources to you. Things that are actually encouraging my walk with God, because we are forgetful people. We could have an awesome quiet time at 6.30 in the morning and forget by 7.30. Um, or we could have had, you know, a great day all day until dinner time and bedtime. And uh, I would just, this is another resource. This is another place you mm-hmm. can go is follow Andrea, be encouraged, have God's word come alive in your heart. Um, I'm hoping that if you don't already have a passion for God's word, that that seeing how she's writing it out, seeing how she's writing about God's word, we just inspire you that it's life. It's active. It's, mm-hmm. it's God's healing balm to your soul are his words that this isn't an old dusty yes. book written centuries ago. Right. By old people with beards. This is like the true right. living word of God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I heard it said recently, and I love this, it stuck with me, that the word of God, it's like his words, it's like his breath is still warm on the page. Mm. That's how that's how alive his word is. So mm. just there's just such a comfort in that. Like it's it's living and it has the power to bring hope, healing, courage, grace to your life. 
awesome. I mean, there's so much more I want to talk to you about, but we're just going to have to talk another time. I (laughs) I mean, so good. Thank you for taking time to chat with us today, Andrea. Oh, thank you so much, Heather. It's been such a joy. Oh, God's doing good things. Keep it up. Keep it up. All right. (laughs) Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Last week, I just came up with this idea after doing one of those revelation wellness workouts where they talked about having a dagger ready with scripture so that I could fight against a battle of the mind or the enemy. And so I went to Facebook and Instagram to my accounts, God Center Mom, and just posted it out there for y'all to share a struggle that you're currently having and for us to brainstorm some scripture to find some centering on, some some truth to stand on, to stand firm on. So I thought it'd be fun to keep going with that. We'll see. I'm not very good at keeping up with things like that, but we'll give it a go. Tuesdays, Centering Truth. Go find me at Facebook, on Facebook, uh, the God Center Mom page or Instagram. Y'all have been rocking at reviews and I have been stinking at sharing them. So here are a few reviews to share with y'all. A-K-K-K-L-K-D-K. She has four kids, six years to three months. Woo! And being able to pull this up on her phone and listen while she cleans the kitchen or do the la- does the laundry has just been perfect. She's been encouraged and convicted repeatedly. Thank you for that review. Sarah W. Bragg recently subscribed to the show and in particularly episode 127, which was with Shauna Nequis, really encouraged her. If you listen, you will not be disappointed is what she says. Uh, we've got Lynn P. She is so thankful for this podcast. All the guests are engaging and interesting. She always comes up way refreshed and encouraged on her journey as a mom. Then we have Faith AZ. It's, she says it's like coffee with a good friend. She enjoys episode 119 on art of nurturing boys. She needs to listen to it again and take notes. Texas mom, one, two, three, four. Says she loves it. It's she says I am so real and has great guests on the podcast is both encouraging and practical. C Frad loves this podcast as a mom of four. There's a lot of moms of four out you. She's quite best, quite busy taking care of these little blessings the Lord has given her. But it's hard to make time for prayer and taking care of them. I love listening when my kids are in bed and I'm cleaning the house. I love how real Heather is and the other people she interviews. It's inspiring to hear so many other moms wanting to be who Christ has called them to be and not be afraid of saying how it is. Good, bad, and ugly. But God's grace, he's working in and through us and you. Thank you for your gift to the church and thank you for your review. And then I have from Aussie Mom from Australia. Encouraging and helpful as she prepares to be a mum, and now as she's learning all about her little boy, how to parent him in a godly way. Thanks for that review. Jody Lee, I really enjoy this podcast and definitely recommend it to others. E4Hand83 just found the podcast a few weeks ago and can't believe how encouraging and uplifting it is, especially loved the one uninvited with Lisa Turkish. Thank you guys for all your reviews. So blessed when you leave them. Thank you for sharing with your friends and for subscribing. Hugely helpful. Y'all have just blown me away with how you respond to this show. And I've been speaking at different mops uh, last week. And then this week I'm going to be speaking. And it's just fun to meet you in person and just have like real conversations. I got to go to lunch with the mops coordinators down at Grace Bible in Georgetown. It was just really awesome to be face to face and get to know you. So I know you're sitting on the other side of these earbuds. And I know you're in your own. Uh, struggle, the own lies that you believe, but also your own joys and your own blessings. And I pray 
I pray for you right now that the Lord would lift you up, that he would speak his love and truth over you, that you would know who he is and who he says you are. Have a great day. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God-Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with he, go to GodCenteredMom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guest. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink as while you are worshiping him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and he is pleased. As it says in Zephaniah 317, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Have a great day.